0: You for listening to this message from the north gate. Usually when we're bringing a special speaker, it's a strange face in the room like Mr. Marcus, Uncle Jason. So the special speaker is somebody in this room. And here's what I want to tell everybody in this place, okay? We have really open the door for you guys to write songs, play music, and do a lot of music ministry. Cellos, flutes, piano, guitar, drums. We have encouraged you to worship God with an authentic expression, a dance, a song, writing songs. One of the things that we have never done in this house, we encourage you to pray over people. We encourage you to prophesy over people. But one of the things that I believe got twisted a lot growing up in the church was we told everybody they were called to be preachers. Every time a young man or young woman would get on fire for God, we would be like, you're called to preach. And we would plant false nuggets, I believe, inside of people. And what we do here is we don't talk about it at all. And when it comes to my kids, I've never pushed for them to want to have the microphone to be a preacher. And last Monday, when we were in a prayer meeting spontaneously after service, Trenton came to me and he had had a vision. And this vision matches prophecy from Apostle Dutch Sheets when you were little and don't remember. Dr. T.O. Lowry also prophesied this over you as well, son. And Trenton came to me and he said that he believed that he is called to preach the gospel. The same thing that I do, that Elder Mike does, that wherever Nietzsche went, must have went to the restroom. Mr. Curtis, those are men that God has identified to preach the gospel. And in that vision, he had saw that young Coulter, built, would be connected to him prophetically, like a prophet, like Elder Mike Thompson is. And then he also saw Johnny Bollinger being connected to him in the future, the way Mike Manichi is to me as well. And so tonight, we have done a lot of study. I want you to understand this. This is not just Trenton getting up here and just speaking. For two weeks, he has studied. The Bible says to study, to show yourself approved. He has done that. You also seek the spirit. I have watched him come in this room and pace back and forth and pray for everybody that's in this room tonight. He's prayed for you to be here tonight as he delivers the word that he feels God is, has in a heart. I watched him today for an hour sit on that piano and just play and pray for an hour. Okay? So I am very honored And I know his grandparents and his mom is very honored. Can we give a round of applause because this is very brave to do. One of the hardest things to do is touch a microphone and get up and speak for the next 15, 20 minutes. So can we honor Trenton as he feels like he is stepping into the call of the Lord tonight.
1: You may be seated. I will be teaching everybody today um, off of prophecy. And first, I have a question for everybody. Who thinks they know what prophecy is? Who thinks they can give me a definition of prophecy? You. So speaking to somebody, into somebody. That's close. Anybody else? Awesome. Prophecy is God speaking through you into somebody. So you were right. 97%. (laughs) Prophecy is God speaking words through you for you to deliver to somebody else. And I will be reading some verses today off of prophecy. Prophecy. And not just prophecy, some other things. I have another question. Does anybody think they know what manifest means or manifestation? No hands. Awesome. Manifest means, let me pull my notes up. Manifestation is the public display of emotion or feeling through something that's real. So if you're in a church service and you just start crying, that is the Holy Spirit manifesting in you. It is... Emotions publicly displayed through something that is real. The Holy Spirit is real. It is manifesting in you and you're displaying emotion. That is what manifestation is. All right. I will be reading first Revelations 1, chapter 1, verse 3. It says, A joyous blessing rests upon the one who reads this message and upon those who hear and embrace the words of this prophecy. So just by reading that message. There's a joyous blessing coming to to everybody that reads this. You also hear and embrace prophecy. So you hear it. God speaking through you. And you embrace it. Someone else that is God speaking to you. So just by reading this. Bam. You get that. Also. For the appointed time is in your hands, which means time doesn't matter. If you want to pray for three hours, time is in your hands. Time, you have time. Time is, doesn't control you, you control it. So you're not looking at a watch every five seconds to rush out. If that's what you're doing, then you're obviously not doing the right thing. So just by reading this message, that everybody is reading and listening to. You are embracing and inheriting prophecy. And you are also controlling time. It's, it doesn't make you control time because you read this. You've already had control of that. This is just a reminder. All right, next I want to read 1 Corinthians 14. Three. All right. There are different kinds of gifts but the same spirit distributes them. Can anybody name that spirit? Holy Spirit. Uh, verse five says, there are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but on the same, All, of, <laughs> but in all of them and in everyone, the same God at work. Now each one, Now to each one, the manifestation of the Holy Spirit is given to the common good. The manifestation. It does not, the Holy Spirit does not manifest in you for you to be sad or mad. When you cry, it's not a sad cry. Everybody who has cried because of the manifestation of the Holy Spirit knows this is a happy cry. This is the Holy Spirit manifesting in you with love. No negative feelings out of the manifestation of the Holy Spirit. Everything the Holy Spirit does is for the greater good. That's why it says good. It doesn't just say any random emotion. It says good. Eight says, To one there is given through the Spirit a message of wisdom. To another the message of knowledge by means the same Spirit. Go back to that. So the message of knowledge and the message of wisdom. Wisdom and knowledge are similar, but they're not the same. Knowledge is something that you've known. And wisdom is something that, you've, that you do know. Knowledge is something that you've known for a long period of time. Why not? Wisdom is something you know for a long period of time, passing down through another person, kind of like legacy. Knowledge is something that you just know, like two plus two. That is knowledge. Math is knowledge. That's knowledge. Wisdom is advice. So the Bible is wisdom, is advice. It leads you. Knowledge would be what you get out of the Bible. Now nine says, to another faith by the same spirit, to another gifts healing by one spirit. This is talking about what you have, what power you have through God. Go back. You have so many gifts. One of them is healing. Some... Someone has the power of healing. Someone has the gift of singing. Everybody has different gifts through God. And only through God. Nothing else. It's not genes or anything. It is all because of God and the spirit. 10 says, to another miraculous powers, to another prophecy. So powers like healing the sick. Prophecy, God speaking through you which is also kind of like wisdom. God is speaking wisdom through you into another person. You are, he is guiding you to guide somebody else. To another, distinguishing between spirits. To another, speaking, so preaching or pro- prophesying, which is another speaking one. But preaching and singing, I think those go more into the category. Um. So another, speaking in different kinds of tongues. So who here can speak in tongues? Raise your hand if you can pray and speak in tongues. That is a gift that God has given you. That is a gift that God communicates through you. When you don't know what to say, this is God speaking through you. Kind of like prophecy, but you have no idea what he's saying. It's awesome. And to another, interpretive, interpretative interpretation of tongues so if you know what you are speaking through tongues but you're still speaking tongues that's the same thing but you can interpretate it it's a little bit confusing if you think about it for too long just know interpretation means you know what you're saying if you just have the ability of tongues God is speaking through you he's speaking through you in either one but you can know what you're saying in one of them 11 says all these are the work of the one and the same spirit and he distributes them to each one just as he determines so like i said he has distributed each gift each ability that you have through god he's distributed each and every one specifically to who they're given to so talani can sing he has distributed singing to talani toby can dance He, God has given him the ability to dance. Johnny B can wrestle. That is an ability from God. He has distributed unique traits and abilities from every single one of you guys. Next, I'm going to be reading 1 Corinthians 14, three. But one who prophesies strengthens others, encourages them and comforts them. So we're going to go straight back into prophecy. Prophecy is God speaking through you that you might speak, that you speak to another. When you prophesy, if you are not prophesying in lightning words, if you are not building up somebody, it is not prophecy. That is not God. So if I walked up to Carter and I said, you're going to catch on fire in a few minutes. That's not prophecy. That is not enlightening. That is not building up. What does that make him? That makes him scared, right? God does not want you to be scared. The spirit does not want you to be scared. When you are prophesying, it is strictly to build someone up. Otherwise, you're not prophesying. So instead, if I walked up to Carter and I heard God tell in my ear, you're going to inherit a million dollars. That doesn't make him scared. At least I hope not. (laughs) He's happy. He's excited. Like he's about to get a million dollars. That is prophecy. And as a demonstration of prophecy, instead of me just telling you the exact thing, when we were playing that icebreaker, the charades icebreaker, someone was told to do something, and they came up to the next person, and they did it. It wasn't the most clear. It didn't make a lot of sense. But they, it was told, and it was like you could understand it at a point. That is what prophecy is. Sometimes you're gonna give be given prophetic words and it's not gonna make a whole lot of sense at the time, but eventually you're gonna figure it out and it's gonna happen. So I didn't know when I was four, I was uh two very important people prophesied to me that I was going to preach. Didn't know it at the time, didn't really understand it because I was like, I don't wanna preach. I wanna be like a an astronaut eventually now i understand it and now i know that i it's it's happening so if you were prophesy something and you just don't quite understand it right now maybe it's not what you think maybe it's something bigger all right i'm going to pray i'm going to hand this off to pastor all right. dear god i pray god that everybody in this room is just touched by your spirit and God that everybody in this room knows what you have planned for them God and they just feel safe they're not worried they're not questioning they're just in agreement and God that everybody in this room feels the love that you intend for what you have for them
0: Give it up for Trent. Now, I know some of you guys are new to this thing called prophecy or spiritual gifting. Who's ever seen the movie Jumanji? Raise your hand you've seen the movie Jumanji. All right. sure you ain't seen Jumanji yet? We got to make sure you see Jumanji. All right. So when the four characters are Jumanji, all right, when the four characters are Jumanji, there's a little button you can push on your arm and it shows how many lives you have, correct? Boop. Got lives. Okay, the next thing is you push a button on yourself. It tells you what your strengths are. Okay, can somebody tell me some of the characters and what their strengths are? Okay, what character? The Rock. Rock. What's his name though? Dr. What? No, can't mess with you. Dr. What? Dr. Bravestone. What is Dr. Bravestone's strength? Anybody know what his strength is? Say it loud. Strength, it, it is his Strength. But he also can like climb. Remember, climbing is one of his strengths. Yeah, see, he's strong. He's the rock. He's got muscles. No, one of the big things was is he had to climb the top of the mountain and get the stone. Correct. So for the team to work, watch for the team to work for the body of Christ for the North Gate. We're gonna need some people that can climb some mountains. Okay, we're also gonna need some people that can win some dance battles. But the dance battle champion in that movie was not a boy, it was a? So that means the way God designed you and created you, he put strengths like that inside of each and every one of you. And a lot of times what we do inside of Christianity, and I love that he's the next generation preacher. Inside of the next generation preacher, if you can tell, I'm from the old format where it's all about your heart issues. He's already saying you're whole. Trent didn't want to talk about anybody's brokenness. You know what Trent wanted to say? You're great, you're amazing, and you got gifts. But here's the awesome part. They're both needed. God uses me to talk into your brokenness of you, your family, loving yourself, loving others, and then all of a sudden, a prophet comes into the house and says, listen, you got all kind of cool gifts inside of you. Gifts that you can't find just on an athletic field or you can't just find, watch with an instrument in your hands. It's amazing that you're musical. It's amazing that you can paint. It's amazing that you're good at athletics. But there's also a reason at school. Why does everybody want to look for you for answers? Because you might have the spirit of wisdom in you. You might have the gift of wisdom. You might have a pastoral gift on you. Whoever who, Who's somebody in the room that their friends look to them for answers? Raise your hand. They want to talk to you privately. They want to spill their heart to you. Raise your hand high. Hi, 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 hi. Guess what you're discovering? Your gifts. Your gifts to lead. Your gifts to be a pastor. And it's not just pastor in the church. I wish this on none of you that you have to lead a church because then you got to deal with all kinds of crazy people. But you can lead the way you, guess, do you realize that some of you are leading already? Some of you are leading in the locker room. You're leading in the hallway. You're leading at lunch. Some of you are getting text messages from friends who say, I'm depressed. I'm broken. I'm hurting. And you're over here going, I'm broken and hurting too. But listen, God doesn't see you broken and hurting. God don't see you that way. God doesn't see anybody in the room broken. He doesn't. Even, how, even if you look at your life and see it all tore apart, how many of you have ever opened a puzzle? It looks dysfunctional when you first open it. And it looks like it's never going to come together. But you find somebody who's patient enough. I think God's name is love. And I think love by definition in the Bible is called patience and kindness. The only way a puzzle can be put together is with patience. And so you're looking at yourself as broken. You're looking at your family as broken. And God's going, I don't see anything broken. I just see a puzzle that hasn't been put together yet. Look at me. Nobody in here is messed up. You were all paid for on the cross. You're just a puzzle that hasn't been put together yet. And when the puzzle gets put together, guess what happens? You start finding your strengths. And God wants to, you to know that you have strength. That's what he preached tonight. You have gifting inside of you. You have prophecy and wisdom and leadership and tongues and interpretation of tongues. And you have the gift to heal broken things. How many has ever been in here with me? Raise your hand. You've been in a church service with me. That's everybody in the room. Raise your hand I Class participation, glory. Okay. You've all been in the service with me, right? Isn't it funny sometimes how Pastor Jimmy can say the right thing and it's like, he's talking to me. And what feels broken is actually just a missing piece and you leave church feeling healed. Do you know what that is? It's the gift of healing. Look at me. That's literally just God using me as a vessel. And some of you are already being used by God And you don't even realize it. You don't even realize it. It's happening. And I'm here to say I'm proud of you. And I'm here to say I'm super proud of you. You're very mature tonight. And I would say Dutch Sheets prophecy was very right. I've heard a lot of young men preach their first sermon. And I've never heard a first sermon that deep. all you adults in the room heard first messages. Have you ever heard one so deep? Dutch Sheets said what's on his life you would find faster than he did. And tonight I'd say that's true. That's true. We're gonna send that to Pawpaw D. I'm gonna send that to Uncle Bobby. Send that to Uncle Bryn. was amazing tonight, son. I'm proud of you. Thank you for listening to this message from the Northgate. If you would like to donate to this ministry, please go to www.thenorthgateoh.com and click on the link at the bottom of the homepage.